0: This is the Scary
1: Movie Clubcast. Live from the Scary Movie Clubhouse, Backyard. It's the Scary Movie Clubcast. This is Amanda.
2: Megan. Nadine. And Dahmer.
1: And tonight we watched uh, Paranormal Activity. And I'm going to give it uh, three and a half demon flower footprints out of 5. I
2: give it 3. 3 Demon Flower Footprints. I actually give it 4.7. I really oh, wow. love this movie. Wow. I thought it was so good. I was so invested in their relationship and it made me believe everything else. Freaking Mika. Yes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to give it a 4 Demon Flower Footprints out of 5.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Mine were Demon Flower Footprints also. I didn't say it. I wasn't measuring out of something else. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, and tonight we've got a little game prepared. We're going to tell some spooky stories at our campfire.
2: Uh, Nini, why don't you tell us about this game? Okay, alright, so here's the game we're playing, Campfire Tales. What I've done is I've taken three stories. One of them is a scary story that I found via the internet. One of them is a true crime, real life event. And one of them is just a story that I made up entirely. And I have taken some subs- Do you need something, Yeah,
0: I was trying to pet Pepper, but he was just outside of my reach. So please continue.
2: <laughs> I have taken substantial creative liberties with all of these stories. And what I'm going to do is go through and read all three of them. And then you guys have to try to guess which is which. Like, which is the scary story? Which is the true mm-hmm. crime? Which one did, is just from Nadine's brain? Okay. Okay. Very question.
0: Exciting. So the one from your brain is the fake one there's two uh, fake ones
2: well no there's I mean there's one that is like someone else's like scary story
0: it could be fake but we're gonna assume it's real
2: sure um and then one of them is like true crime from the news and then one of them is like just from me okay all right and I have taken like substantial liberties so it's gonna be hard to sell because substantial liberties do what I want
0: Oh boy. It's oh, like God. it actually was this one,
1: but instead of four men, it was a little girl. I like, live <laughs> <if laughs> an actual human being murderer.
2: It was a crazy killer monster clown <laughs> in the sewers. <laughs> Fooled ya? <laughs> I try, I try. But you know, it's because I wanted I wanted it to be hard to tell. So we'll see how it goes. Okay, so what we can do is I'll read one story, and then like if you guys have any comments, feel free. Um, nice ones because I did my best. Life is so busy work full-time man his birthday was the other week like so much to do but uh and then i'll go on to like the next story and then when we get to the end we can like talk about them okay the first story is called black sand Mm. on the west of india just south of mumbai there are many beautiful beaches four friends decided to take a camping trip down the coastline to celebrate finishing their final exams unfortunately yagnish minaj amav and rashid had no idea what would be waiting for them on that nightfallen beach. The first night of their trip, they found a deserted black sand beach. With only the sound of the waves, it seemed like the perfect place to sleep. Minaj and Amab started a fire while Yagnish and Rashid brought the gear over from the car. The moon hung half full in the sky, giving just enough light to find driftwood for the fire. Once their camp was set up, they sat around enjoying junk food and having a carefree attitude that only comes with youth. Yagnish and Minaj took the only flashlight to explore the beach while Amav used the bathroom and Rashid sat by the fire. The wind on the beach can cause curious noises. Rashid almost thought he heard the whisper of his name as he sat alone. Warmed by the fire on his hands, but chilled by the air on the back of his neck. He turned, his head thinking he may see an animal causing this unusual noise, but the beach was blank except for the distant silhouette of a mob. Turning his head back to the fire, he felt a chill down his spine and closed his eyes, waiting for his companions to return. Down the beach a ways, Yagnish walked slightly ahead with the flashlight as Minaj stared at the shimmering beauty of the starlight bouncing from the waves. In the dim light, his eyes caught something in the water. It was about 10 meters away, and he struggled to make out what he was seeing. When it became clear, it caused his blood to run cold. A woman's head was bobbing in the waves. As her mouth seemed to open, Minaj screamed. His friend turned the flashlight to the spot in the water, but there was nothing. Standing in silence, the kind where you're hoping someone else will be the first to speak, because you don't want to be the one who decides if this will be playfully laughed off or to sound the alarm and run for the hills. Their friends came running to see what happened. There was a woman in the water, Yagnish said. Minaj breathed a slight sigh of relief to know he was not the only one who had seen it. All four men looked into the waves for several minutes before deciding nothing could be found. Minaj and Yagnish decided to sleep in the car, leaving Rashid and Amav to sleep alone by the fire on the beach. Around 1 a.m., they were woken by the sounds of shouting coming from the beach. Rashid explained that he had seen a black figure floating across the beach, and in the water was a woman peering at him. When he started yelling, she disappeared. Now Minaj and Yagnish, along with Rashid and Amav, returned to the car to go back to sleep. Around 3 a.m., everyone was woken up by the sound of loud screams and cries for help. Looking around the car, they saw that Amav was missing. They raced down to the beach and found him thrashing around in the water. He was screaming in terror. Yagnish dove in and with help from Rashid and Minaj managed to drag him out before he drowned. He was numb and still in shock. After calming down, he told his friends, he woke up needing to use the bathroom, and went down to the beach. When he started peeing in the water, suddenly in front of him, he saw a woman's head bobbing in the waves. Before he could run away, he felt something grab his legs tightly, and he was pulled into the water. He said that whatever it was, it was very strong. He was unable to break free of its grasp, and while he was drowning, he heard it laughing. This was the final straw, and the friends packed up and drove to the nearest village. A week or so had gone by since this almost deadly camping trip, as they called it, when Rashid heard his mom listening to a news story that paralyzed him. A girl had been found in pieces on that same beach. After having been assaulted, she was beheaded while still alive, and her head tossed into the ocean where they saw it bobbing in the waves that's the first story. Mm. I just, uh, unrelated to
0: any guessing, because I know you don't want guessing, Um, just when he's, like, peeing in the water, and then her head appears. <laughs> I just imagine she's, like, <laughs> cold the shower. Oh, no. No! <laughs> <laughs> gross.
3: <laughs> but I was oh. just,
0: like, oh, gross men peeing in the ocean. Just, like, let me walk over to the water to pee. I mean, where else you Not, like, pee? in the bushes or something. Ah. <laughs> Also, don't know why, after
2: they all started seeing this woman, why they didn't just drive away. That's how people be in ghost stories. Mm. You know it, Dahmer. That's how it wasn't paranormal activity.
1: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Well, because I mean, sometimes things are just like so absurd and out of the normal. You're
2: like, can't be real. I'm seeing things. This is the next one called Deprived. Okay. Okay. It was May 1st of 1845 when Captain Fulton left with his crew out of Newcastle Harbor to deliver his ship of convicts to the colony in Australia. He was a leader who created fear in all his crew. It would depend on the day if you feared him as a threat to himself or to those around him. His severeness extended to all those nearby, with only the exception of his fiancee Anne. His tender letters addressed to her paint the terrifying picture of what would be his last weeks on Earth. The first night they set sail, his letter to her is optimistic, brightened by the fair weather, but soon both the weather and Fulton's hopes would falter. The ship carried 50 convicts, most for petty crime, but there was a murderer on board to be transferred, and even more rare was a woman in the group to be extradited. At best, the crossing from England to Australia could be made in 100 days, but with each passing storm, the trip would be prolonged. Captain Fulton's patience began to fray instead of stretching. As the time passed, they tossed restlessly on the waves, and the ship was never quiet. The captain was, had become familiar with the nighttime sounds of the ship. In the distance was the faint noise of the watchmen and the crow's nest talking to stay awake, In the walls, the scratching sound of the mice. Against the side of the ship crashed the eternal turning of the sea. The ocean buoyed them up as if to push them out to more natural ground. Each night, the trip grew in vexation for Fulton, as he writes to Anne on June 9th. The deteriorating conditions forced us to reduce our speed to 10 knots, and I believe our arrival time will suffer greatly. My frustration has been deepened after an occurrence last night. I lay in bed, a dove's crew past three, and I was broken from a solid sleep with the sound of oar scraping against oar. When I arose from my bed to peek out the door and find the cause of the nuisance, it stopped, and I found nothing. The cycle repeated several times until I gave up the mission and remained prostrate on my bed without sleeping until morning. Captain Fulton's crew was strained under the increasing pressure to keep the ship, Secure and its human cargo safe as the tempest continued. Fulton, unfortunately, was more of a hindrance to them in this regard due to his shortened temper and ill manner. On June 12th, he wrote to Anne in desperation My darling, the metal clanging which began three nights hence continues each night, and I am caught between the devil and the deep blue sea. Anne, I know not if my sanity or I shall make it home to you on shore. In the light of day, I search, but alas, I cannot find a whit of evidence for the origin of this bone-shaking noise, which begins each night a touch past three. My prayers for sleep seem to fall on deaf ears, and I cannot continue in this way. If I glean not an hour of sleep, I would sooner die. The morning of Friday, June thirteenth, 1845, Captain Fulton never arrived on the bridge. No answer was given to those who knocked on his locked door. By late afternoon, the bosun pried open the door, and laying in bed with his eyes open and stiff as the wood holding the ship together, was Captain Fulton's lifeless body. Ooh. Question. Yeah. Did they stop at port? Is that how he sent letters? Um... I don't know if I should give that information or if that should be something for after guesses. Oh, got it. Right. So, uh, maybe. I don't know.
1: I was also wondering. That. I so like, don't want to give anything the letter, away. They're on the
2: open <laughs> <laughs> I
3: was like, but sometimes they write letters and then they'll send them off whenever they have a chance to. I, and, yeah, you know,
2: they'll write the,
3: what's happening it's like that a diary for them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, got yeah you'll get like okay. six
2: letters at a time sometimes. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is where you guys need to pull up your emails. <laughs> so, so this it. one I wrote kind of weird. Um, I did it almost in a format kind of like Twas the Night Before Christmas. <laughs> um, it's kind of weird. was the week of Halloween. <laughs> so the narrator rhymes but the people you guys don't rhyme so like don't get stressed okay. out when you're reading about thinking that you're supposed to rhyme. Uh, Amanda will be Whitney. Um, <laughs> you are Brianna okay. and Dahmer is Chelsea. Okay. You guys ready? Yeah. All right. Twas the week of Halloween in a normal Virginia town, but for three friends, something terrifying was coming. No, Amanda, it wasn't a clown. (laughs) (laughs) Whitney was a junior and lived at home with her mother. To her dismay, she also lived with her creepy little brother. Mm -hmm. Saturday was Halloween and she could barely wait. Her brother kept teasing her, but she wouldn't take the bait. But Wednesday night had rattled her and left her about ready to flee, for she felt something watching her even though there was nothing there to see. What is that? She silently questioned again and yet again. Her eyes saw nothing new, but her sixth sense was kicking in. Against her better judgment, earlier that night, she gave in to peer pressure when Chelsea presented a fright.
0: I brought a perfect Halloween game for us to play. Ooh, a Ouija
1: board. Pass. Why? Are you afraid to talk to the dead? I'm afraid my mom will ban you from the house if she catches us.
2: Good thing she's at work, then. Set her up. And so the game begins, helping her avoid this friendly roast. Too bad no one taught these three. We never communicate with ghosts. Mm -hmm. As the sun rose, Wit decided she no longer had this worry, but she was running late for school, so she really had to scurry. Thursday came and went, fogging the memory of her previous slumber, until from a dream, she was broken to the sound of a curious thumper. At the window, she could hear a faint tap, 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 but remained under covers, never emerging from the wrap. Friday, all day long, she prepared for tomorrow's fun, but walking into her room, that feeling was totally done. A stench attacked her nose as she opened the door. Couldn't say what it was, but it really smelled poor. What the? Oh my, this just won't do. Chelsea was coming over and Brianna too. No longer easy to write off, a feeling, a sound, a smell, Whitney began fearing if the Ouija board had cast some kind of spell. Finally, time to celebrate this All Hallows Eve, Whitney's little brother had gone to sleep over with his friend Steve.
3: What is that smell? You smell it too? Me three. It's really terrible. Is it only in your room? Yeah. It smells like the bathroom at a
2: truck stop ten days after the cleaning crew quit.
3: (laughs) No biggie. We can sleep
0: in
2: the living room tonight. Yes, thought Whitney, repulsed by her own room. Each night it closed (laughs) in on her like a solemn tomb. Alright, let's pick out on candy. What candy?
3: Are you telling me we took John and Steve trick-or-treating, but we have no
2: candy? All day long, they'd been good as the chaperone. As for King of Candy Mountain, they'd yet to earn that throne. Your mom got dum-dums to
3: give out. Blech. Cheap.
1: (laughs) She just didn't want (laughs) us to take the candy, that's why she got dum-dums.
0: Mm, well played, Mrs. Hutton.
3: We should have taken some of the boys' candy. Aw, bully.
0: Haven't you ever paid dad tax? Chelsea. Okay, well, you may be fatherless, but trust me, it's normal American custom. Chelsea! We should get in on this. (laughs) (laughs) What, trick-or-treating? Yes, it's our karma. We helped them get candy, now let's help ourselves to some candy.
1: Number one, we're too old. Number two... How old is too old to go trick-or-treating? Twelve! I, you... Okay, killjoy attitude aside, please come trick-or-treating with me.
3: It is only eight. We could get a whole hour
2: done before people start
3: turning their porch lights off on us.
2: You guys will still sleep over tonight, right? Get me candy and I'll sleep anyway. The quest was simple enough. Whitney didn't even realize her week was just starting to get rough. They ended up with sweets till their bags could overflow. Getting late, they decided to home they must now go. Across an empty parking lot, not far from Whitney's place, the girls stopped in their tracks when met with an unfamiliar face. The dark gloomy figure they saw from afar suddenly was looming right next to where they are. Pulled into the woods, the girls began to shriek. Whitney's eyes went dark. Her heart was just too weak. Lying on the damp wood ground, this is the horrific site where Whitney was later found. So listen up, boys and girls, and tell it clear from coast to coast. Halloween can be great fun, but we never communicate with ghosts. Excellent! That was some good, like, retelling! Oh, no, thank, you. thank you! That was definitely my favorite one. Also, well,
0: yeah, I clearly yes. spent a lot of time on that. I spent a
2: lot of time. It was so hard, guys. There was no time. These all could have been so much better if I had more time. Honestly, I thought no, this one thought was really, really solid. Good. Also,
0: Chelsea, oh. what a piece of work! <gasps> I know! I was like, Chelsea is obviously not <laughs> I was like, it's not even a question! She's <laughs> really good at playing the bad guy.
2: No, no, you're just good <laughs> at being the wild one. <laughs> So, do you guys have any, like, questions now, uh, like, before your guesses, or anything that you want me to, like, revisit or re-say or anything? Are you ready for guessing? So, one of them is a true crime story, Uh one of them is someone else's scary story, Uh and one of them I just made up.
0: Okay. Okay. Was it true crime, like, from the news? Yeah. Okay.
1: (laughs) What? What are? So gonna get it's a, a true trial. crime that Nadine committed. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Secret story. Go oh, deal.
2: Yeah. Okay, 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 <laughs> hey, Wait, hey, hey. wait, wait. You're wait, like, wait, for, wait, the wait. for the podcast. you <laughs> it for the podcast. We've got to get those clicks. There's someone else's story. the uh-huh. one that you made up. Yeah, yeah. So...
1: I don't know what my neighbors are doing. They're having <laughs> a good time, whatever it is. Also,
0: something is dead in the woods. I can smell it. Okay, People thank goodness. <laughs> I, I smelled
1: it too, and yeah, I, I was like, "What is bats. that? Bats. That's death." Probably I mean, There's train track <laughs> back Whitney's there, room. so. Um. <laughs> mm. really loud. loud. Is it <laughs> a joke? <laughs> Maybe they're drunk. I mean, it's it's Saturday. has to be right. Oh,
3: you can be drunk any day. Mm-hmm. Saturday means nothing. I bet they're literally sitting
1: like this close, talking why loud. <laughs> um, well, I definitely have some thoughts and opinions about them. Okay, what are your
2: thoughts and opinions?
1: I definitely think the first one is one you made up. Okay. it sounds very similar to our personal experience on a black sand beach.
2: We did have a weird personal experience on really? a black sand beach. you want to tell them about it? Was it in Iceland? Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. in Iceland. And
1: it was me and Nadine and her friend Gray...
2: Um, Makes it sound like you hate him. Okay. <laughs> <Nadine and laughs> our our friend's friend's friend
1: Gray. <laughs> I just don't know him that well. <laughs> Nadine's known him forever. Yeah, uh, one of my besties. But so we go to the Black Sand Beach. It's incredible. It's amazing. Like incredible. So to beautiful. See. It's very uh, cold though. <laughs> it was not warm. No. Um, and we're just looking at the beach, looking at the sand. It's all really cool. And then all of us see what I can only describe as a mermaid. <laughs> there was a head,
2: there was some,
1: was it some a seal? Thing. Possibly, but we just thought we it, yeah. saw it and then it went under and then it never came back.
2: And like we could see for miles all around us right. on the beach, so like, yeah. it, it was very weird. I just know that
1: seals are all over
0: Iceland. Yeah, I mean yeah. basically,
2: once thinking about it afterwards, it had to be a seal, but in the moment it definitely was like... Cause we were all like, what? did you just, is there someone swimming I know. out there? we were all like, but you saw it, right? Yeah. <laughs> All yeah, three, of I'm us. so thankful that all three of us, because <laughs> I, I definitely would have just thought I was crazy. Yeah,
0: yeah. So
2: that's so that's something to consider. Mm-hmm. I but I, I have been very tricky, tricky, trick, tricky.
0: Right. Well, my thought behind it is one: it could be one of yours because I know that you like India. I and do you love have.
2: India. <laughs> um, I but do. you also
0: could have specifically looked up a news story or some sort of story from India because you love be it, tricky. and you were like, Maybe "I, I want that know. one."
2: You never know what I'm gonna do.
0: I think that the last one is real, whether it's a true crime. I think or that one is else's.
2: real
1: too. Okay. Yeah, I don't I think, think the other gone... one is one that's is someone else's story.
2: Yeah. Okay. Wait. So do you have the exact same guesses as Amanda? So Amanda is guessing that India is the one that I wrote. Mm-hmm. And then what are you? That the other,
1: the Australia, England uh-huh. ship voyage, uh, with someone else we ended up on.
2: Uh, it's a scary story Reddit or, or something else. okay
1: um and then the other one I think is based on a true news story okay and if it's not that way then I think that the creepypasta one and then the news story are flip-flopped okay
2: what are, you, what are your thoughts Megan? I'm sorry so distracted
1: but, I don't know how you can be that distracted. I can't tell what they're saying, so I'm not paying attention. Meow, 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 meow.
2: Yeah, it's basically like the Charlie, on Brown, Charlie Brown. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that they moved into your neighborhood.
1: <laughs> Apparently. With a megaphone. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> what were your thoughts, uh,
2: Megan? Oh boy. I don't know. So there's the one with three Heart. friends and it's Halloween. Yes. The boys on the Indian beach. And the crazy sea cactus.
3: Okay. I I want my guesses to be different from yours. That way, we're going to cover all of our bases. Someone's going to be right, right? (laughs) So, I'm going to say that you made up the three friends on Halloween. I'm going to say that the ghost story was India. Okay. I'm just going to make it completely different from Amanda's. And that uh, the, the... the one based on a true story was the voyage. Okay.
0: Okay, I think very similar to maybe exactly like Amanda's. I think the Mumbai story is the fake one. Okay. I think the voyage one is the real one. The new story, true crime one. Uh-huh. And I think the three friends
2: is the internet one. So I think that you swapped what Amanda said, right? You said the true crime to the three friends, did you?
1: Yes. And then
2: my second guess is that those two are flopped. Okay. So the first one that I read, the Mumbai one, is the scary story from the internet. Uh (laughs) And I flipped things around. (laughs) I knew that you were going to think of (laughs) Iceland. And I was like, ah, got him.
1: I already <laughs>
3: forgot what I said. So the did
2: Indiana you add the West. elements of the black sand beach was story? Story? it was it happened on a black sand beach in India. I added those names. One of them is the name of a guy who I had a crush on when I was a child. No, I did say that. I'm trying to remember what I said for the news story. I said that that was the ghost story. Yeah, you got that one right. <laughs> you got that one right. <laughs> <Yes>. Um <laughs> that one.
1: <laughs> but yeah, the
2: only one. <laughs> most of it. that I left like the facts, how they told it, and I just like, reworded a lot of it. Uh-huh. But I gave them all names, because they didn't give each other, like, there were no names in the story. And I wanted them to have names. Well, yeah, because uh, that makes for a good story. It's much easier to <laughs> yeah. tell, too. It's you know, like, it when is. they're gonna say, two of them did this, and two of them did that, and, and the other two subject yeah. one, subject two. <laughs> <I
1: know. laughs>
2: yeah. oh. And then the Sea Captain one, Captain Polton, is the one that I made up because uh. I'm tricky and I was like they won't think that I made up one of us like some ship captain <laughs> yes. I don't care anything about that <laughs> at first I was going to do it about a mental hospital but then I changed it yeah that one would have been kind of obvious and yeah I find all that stuff so interesting and then so of course the three friends is our true crime one mm-hmm. which I took so many well, yeah, like yeah. It's yeah not <laughs> even <close. laughs> basically parts of the last paragraph <laughs> uh, but, um, so what happened in that one Okay, so the true crime one, it focuses on the East Coast rapist. So it really did happen in Virginia, and it really did happen on Halloween night. Oh, oh. Um, Yeah, these three friends, I don't know their names, they took a group of kids, like they were related to one of them, they took the group of kids trick-or-treating, and then when they got home, they were like, we want handy too. And so they went trick-or-treating because their ages were accurate. Two of them were 17, one of them was 16. And then they went trick-or-treating and on their way home in a CVS parking lot, a guy pulled a gun on them and took them into the woods and raped two of them. And like while he was raping them, one of them in her sleeve was able to text like Her mom, her friend's mom, everyone she could Being like, call 911, we're in the parking lot Behind the CVS, so and so is being raped And so he didn't get to her Got away though, because he heard the sirens coming Mm. And then eventually They linked him through DNA To like 17 rapes In four different states Wow! And he's the worst And the things that I added in, like she felt like she was being watched and like the tap at the window. He was also a peeping tom a lot of times mm -hmm. and would stalk the women first. He didn't do that to these particular women, but he did it in general. Yeah. And she's a good place to start if
1: you're going to be a rapist.
2: Yeah. And the smell is because sometimes at his scene, they would find like feces. Oh, he (gasps) pooped? Oh, gross. I know that's why I added the (laughs) smell. He's mad. And he would like leave cigarette butts, and I was like, ooh. So oh, they he was lived. a truck driver, too. That's why oh, well. she makes the comment about the trucks stop- <laughs> on the bathroom. Uh, but so they lived? They all lived, yeah. Okay. Oh, after he was arrested, he covered himself in feces and Ew. refused to speak to his legal counselor. Mm. So they did a he mental health evaluation, and they were like, no, he's faking. And he was competent to stand trial.
0: <laughs> Good. Stood trial while still covered in poop. Ugh. <laughs> So gross. The jury was like, lock him up.
2: Oh, so out of the 17 like attacks that they linked him to, four of those times he raped multiple victims. Oh. Also, the gun that he had that he pulled on these women oh, was a lighter. <gasps> Stop uh, it. That is the worst. That is the worst. Oh, and um, a couple times that That's to be like, so
1: devastating to find out as the victim. Oh, yeah.
2: Um, a couple times, like he would attempt it, and the woman would fight back, and she would get away. Like apparently, pretty much if the woman fought back at all, he ran away. Oh man, pretty disturbing. Unfortunate things to know. Yeah. All three girls testified against him. Good was awesome, Yeah, they were so young.
1: That's so brave.
2: Yeah. Oh, and then I have just a couple random facts from when I was looking up stuff to make sure that my sea captain one turned out authentic, which, by the way, um, random fun fact, the phrase where he's, like, uh, stuck between the devil and the deep blue sea is, like, a seafaring phrase that they Mm -hmm. say, but when I said a dove's coup past three, I just made that up. I was like, this sounds fun. (laughs) I was like, I like it. (laughs) oh okay i just found this to be interesting so they did transfer murderers and even women to australia during this time Uh but women were like one out of every seven that was being transferred and the youngest female who was ever transported to Australia as a convict was only 13 years old at the time. Oh, terrifying. Oh, she had 21 children there. What? And I guess she was
1: raped that many times. Yeah. And by
2: the time but... she died, she had over 300 living descendants. Stop it. Stop oh it. Descendants? That's crazy.
1: That means like her, oh <laughs> that's like President- like Nelson. Nelson. 300? Before you're dead? That's insane. It's too many. You know it is. Oh my gosh. Pretty wild.
3: Okay, oh, so Amanda, really you got the true crime the one. Awesome. Right. Okay. I got the ghost story right. Yeah. I got drama. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad yeah. I decided to mix it up from your feet. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, i am just gonna make it a wild guess. <laughs>
2: got one right I, I did the most too because I was so nervous that for some reason you guys would just guess all of them off the bat and nothing would have made me more angry like, if I we would, all three they had guessed I would have been so bad, like, I, I would have been like I'm, I'm leaving podcast is over it's like
1: delete
2: I'm <laughs> never doing anything ever again <laughs>
0: Mm
1: -hmm. No, you did a good job. Yeah, I thought that was really fun. That is crazy how similar that Black Sand story is to our story. It freaks me out. I know!
2: Apparently ghosts be on Black Sand Beaches. Also, um, (laughs) from their story, like, uh, they, it wasn't like a week later, I, like, changed that because I wanted to be careful of how I worded it, that it could have been the true crime one, that you guys could have been like, oh, maybe she's telling it, like, from the story of people who found the body. So everything else in it was pretty accurate to what they said, and then, like, that was the last thing when they had to yank their friend out as he was being drowned and so then they went to town and they went to some restaurant and the waitress there told them that that beach was haunted because years ago a woman had been assaulted there and then beheaded while still alive and her head was uh, in the waves it's so sad yeah. man I really want to go to this haunted beach in India go to India it. it's got a lot of stuff I like <laughs> I got a little time
1: alright thanks I mean those were so good it was so fun I'm so I still can't get past that 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 was someone else's story the black sand beach one <laughs>
2: It's basically
1: ours. yeah because that is what happened we to us we should put up
2: a picture on the insta woman that when this episode comes out of the black sand beach that we were at it's beautiful
1: <laughs> you can follow us on facebook and instagram at scary movie clubcast and subscribe to our youtube channel we'll see you next movie night and guess what it's halloween <laughs> happy halloween
0: happy halloween, happy halloween!
2: no idea what would be waiting for them on that beach that night the first i'm sorry i read that line i'm just gonna go back it is what it is I'll let it um. number
1: one we're too old number two
0: how old is too old to go back <laughs> again. Yeah. Yeah. I know.
1: <laughs> number one we're too old number two how old is too old to go trick-or-treating 12. Oh, I, I Sorry, I didn't see time, that part. One time.
2: <laughs> Number one. <laughs> the quest was simple enough. Whitney didn't even realize I'll her hold week. Up. Was yeah, that's all I got. That's all we, all we have. Is I know. A
3: problem? Oh, okay.
2: Okay.
1: Sorry. Okay. We should move back. <laughs> okay. oh, there's a gate back there on a walk She's I like, I'm ready Come and join the party yeah. <laughs> Makes me nervous Oh, you have a gate get back there? Uh, on that side oh. Other side of the shed That's how you get there back is. from the train tracks
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> When
1: you have to walk there because your car broke down And you still have a wedding to go to in Pennsylvania Or
2: you're looking for Pepper and he's hiding in the closet
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Although Pepper did scare me Because he came up behind me and I noticed something moving Like right back here and then it was PEPPER! You know what's scary about
2: campfires is that it gives you light, but not where you want it most. Like, yes. all behind no, you and around you is dark. Right <laughs>
1: <and rain>. here. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: You're like, I wouldn't be
1: easy to sneak up and murder in this position. Not at all. <laughs> I'm gonna
3: say that... <clears throat> <laughs> 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 they must know that your parents are out of town. They're like, we got you. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> all
0: your parents talking? No.
3: (laughs) Classic. (laughs) What? Talked about it earlier. So good.
1: Yeah,
0: he is shouting. You want me to yell shut up? No, please don't. Can we all get murdered? You suck. (laughs) Please quiet down, good sir. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're terrible <laughs> It could use a little work, but not right now
1: <laughs> It's like I always hear people talk about the story it's like people who like are forced to get their own graves I'd be like No yeah They're like I'm not digging that I'm not digging it you you're me? gonna kill me anyway right yeah. you can dig it you, you can, can dig it dig? after I'm dead you dig
2: a six-foot hole just kill me I'd literally rather you're not gonna have me dig a six-foot hole and then be like and you're free <laughs> you need like say say that to them. like just kill me just you're
1: it. not gonna bury yourself in this hole <laughs>